And you can find me on Instagram at Brinkley Hayden Zero. You can find me at Z Bristol Z. And you know, nothing new, right? Yeah, same shit. So okay. uh, <laughs> let's get started. Okay. I I can't believe we haven't even talked about this. Like this kind of does upset me that we haven't mentioned this even in the We've slides. talked about talking about this for a while, but we just haven't gotten around to it. You're right, you're right. Well, I think it was all just texting. But anyways, not gonna drag us down anymore. <laughs> Do you remember how many times your parents would tell you to get off playing Xbox or PlayStation oh and, God, and how much of a fuss it was to, to get you off? Every fucking day, dude. I was, oh, yeah, I mean, from the time I was in elementary school, I was just, that's all I wanted to do when I was inside. I wanted to play all the time. So basically it got to the point to where it's like, I have an older brother who kind of grew up with me and our whole thing was mom, it was like 30 minutes for you or an hour for you. And then once your hour's up, he gets an hour because we only had one one of each system. So, you know, whatever game we were most into, you know, we kind of had to share it. So it was just, it's my turn to play. Yeah. Now it's my turn to play. Oh now God. it's my turn to play. Oh my God, dude. And it was the first thing that if, you know, I did something stupid or had bad grades, the first thing they would take away. Yep. I definitely dealt with that my whole life. It definitely is frustrating because uh, if we look at today's world, okay, the as of right now, it's, you know, 2020, it's... February. What's insane to me is the fact that how big esports and video games in itself has blown up. You look at streamers like Ninja and you look at streamers like Tifu. I, I gotta be honest with you, I don't really watch many streamers. If I do watch some sort of gaming content, it's usually like on YouTube or something. It may be from a stream, but then it was uploaded to YouTube. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not, not too big into streams. I don't really like watching things live because I, I don't have much of an attention span to sit there and watch it while it's happening. kind of like to um, watch it once it's already happened so where I can you know kind of skip through the parts I don't care about, watch the parts I do care about, pause it whenever I want, walk away, yeah. finish the video, you know, take a 30-minute break from watching it, pick up right where I left off. Well, anyways, regardless to all the streamers, male and female, it's insane how they can make that a living now. I mean, I saw this on uh, one of the Instagram pages that I follow. It's all about, you know, gaming related stuff. And um, their statement was that if you are a streamer on Twitch and you have 10,000 congruent viewers, you can sign up to an offer for 10 million dollars and dude i look back on it and um you know i really wish i would have stuck with gaming had i known you know it would have blown up like this and you know no one could have predicted it okay but the fact of the matter is that gaming and esports have risen through a tremendous amount of time it's it's unreal i mean in a matter of i would say probably five years five eight years it's just it has escalated through the roof no one thought that you could actually get paid from gaming. And, you know, back in, what, probably like 2012, it was uh, PewDiePie. Oh, you yeah, know, he was PewDiePie. he was doing YouTube, but no one really thought you could get paid stupid money for it. Right. You know, and it makes me really think, you know, if I could have stuck back with it all those years ago when I was heavy into gaming, where, like, 
What could have happened out of it? That's one thing I question a lot. If there's a lot of kids who just love the game, you know, they play Rocket League, they play Call of Duty, they play any fighting game, Mortal Kombat, for instance, they can get paid to do that as long as they're consistent with it and they're good. If you're good and you can make it out to events, then you're saying, honestly, you don't even have to make it out to events. You, you can you know, stream yourself and if you're good enough and entertaining enough for to where people want to watch you, then... You can make, you know, that can be your job, your one and only job, if that's what you want to do. If you uh, put enough time and energy and really work on it and are serious about it, you can, uh, it's crazy, dude. I wish so bad I would have, you know, obviously everybody does. Oh, yeah, wishes yeah. They're ahead of the curve, knows something that no one else knows, <laughs> but fuck, man, I could just go back and play video games all day, every day, the same game, my favorite game, and just get, you know be the best that I could possibly be. It would, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it is so ironic though, that that's, you know, the thing that our parents were constantly well, telling us to stop doing, get yes. off of it. You've been on that too long. You know, why are you playing this every day? Why are you playing this for that long at a time? I don't see how you can just sit there and blah, blah, blah. You're going to, you're not going to, you know, be able to find a job if that's all you end up doing, you know? And what do you know? Look at I, it, bro. The like, parents who let their kids, you know, play that thing nonstop. Those are the kids who ultimately are killing it right now. Yes, essentially. You know, they. You look back at it, and it was it was so demonized that you, if you played more than X amount of hours, or if if you were at home and you didn't finish your. Okay, I get the whole homework part. You know, I understand that. But yeah. if you finish your homework and you weren't allowed to play even after that, that's that's taken away an essential part of. One, growing up, and two, a potential future career. Honestly, this is going off a limb. I am in no way expert of knowing this. But in my honest opinion, and you can argue with me if you want on this, I think in the next 10, 15 years-ish, I honestly think esports will grow big enough to the point where it will outview NFL viewership. Oh, no, yeah, I agree. 100%. I think... Um... And the reason I say that is because it won't be as difficult to be a gamer. You know, yeah, you'll have to spend a lot of time and a lot of your days playing it, but it's not like the NFL where you have to train every single day. You have to lift weights. You have to do this. You have to meet all sorts of criteria to be an NFL player. But being a gamer, I'm not saying it's easier, but it is more achievable to an average person like you or I. Whereas an NFL player, dude, let's be real, neither one of us is going to be an NFL star. Well, yeah, see, the thing with sports is, uh, you know, half the game is, you know, are you, were you born big enough, strong enough, and fast enough to do this at this level? Because, unfortunately, not anyone can practice enough to be good enough to be in the NBA or the NFL or the MLB or whatever it is. A lot of the times, I mean, unfortunately, you just kind of, you have to be blessed with the, the right genes to mm -hmm. be able to make it. It doesn't matter how much you practice or how good you are. If you're if you're 5'3 and you practice 12 hours a day every day for your entire life, you're not going to be in the NBA. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. You're 5'3. You're just, unfortunately, you're not with the, you know, you're not going to be able to stay on the same level. Well, at least height-wise, you know, in, in the NBA, that's when it matters the most. But, and, uh, I mean, you, can, you could be, you know, seven foot or three foot two and anyone can play a game if you got eyes that's true and ears and and not even i mean there's there are uh several other 
uh, not several, but I know there are a couple of other streamers or YouTubers who have disabilities and are still able to play. There's a, uh, I remember seeing a video about a Marine who lost his arm a, a long time ago in the war of Afghan, if I'm correct. I could mm. be totally wrong. He's still able to play video games with one arm and, uh, you know, the way he does it, it's, I, I don't even want to describe it just because it's it's very complicated, but he... I've seen a video of some dude, I think he had like no arms, and his way of doing it, I can't can explain exactly how it works, but his buttons were like straws in front of his face, and you'd blow into different ones. Oh, I did see the... different buttons. Yeah, so I saw the like, thumbnail for that, yeah. You know, blowing on these different inputs, basically, just light, light, you know? Yeah. And that's how he played, and dude was good, you know? It's, I mean, it's, if you're, listen, if you're man, willing it's to awesome. learn... It's. I think it's amazing. I and it's only a matter of time till it actually just skyrockets again. Because here's how you can tell: there are 12 teams that belong to a state. As time goes on and as that whole industry starts to build and build, they're gonna realize they can catch a lot more revenue for it. And then what they're gonna do is, oh, well, here in North Carolina, we're gonna we're gonna start a pro gaming team. Should I say? Oh. You know, Atlanta has one. It's Atlanta Phase. Uh, Chicago has one. It's the Chicago Huntsman. It's just amazing, dude. Like, it's the fact that there are pro gaming teams. No one would have thought of that back in 2012. If if I went back and I told myself there's going to be a pro gaming team by 2020, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, dude. I know it's 5, 10, 15 years from now. It's going to be so big, dude. Another thing, I think maybe this might even be the biggest point of all, uh, which could easily propel it to uh, the top above real sports is what's the biggest turnoff for athletes? Injuries. Ah, oh, damn it. You you're made my point get... even more. Uh, <laughs> I, I had that written yeah. down too. You're yes. not going to get hurt playing video games. What are you going to do? Sprain your thumb? Your eyes are going to get a little too sensitive because you've been staring at a screen and you're going to get a headache? I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the biggest problem you have to worry about is just making sure you're eating enough food and getting enough sleep and, you know, not, you know, getting some exercise where your body's not just, you know, withering away. But as long as you maintain your physical health to a, a decent, fair extent, you're fine. You're not going to get hurt. What do you, you, you might fall out of your chair. You might drop the controller on your foot, but you're not going to have any sort of injury that's going to affect you long term. That's going to make you stutter when you're older. That's going to make you slur your words. You're not going to get punch drunk. You're not going to have all these concussions and broken legs and ACLs, and you're fine. Your character is getting hurt, but you can just, you know, respawn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point on that. Until they get potentially to the point to where everything's haptic, full haptic suits. Yes, yes. I think that'll be ways down the road, but I do think that'll come eventually. Not yeah. not within you know the next five ten years. I think it'll be a, a lot longer for that to happen. But I do think it's only a matter of time till it actually happens. I mean, just like VR and AR is starting to kind of, right. you know, shed a little light in that area. It's it's slowly starting to build up as well. But I mean, the fact that you know we're in 2020 and they have pro gaming teams, this shit's ridiculous. And it's not just being on a pro team. You can you don't have to be that the best player ever. As long as you are funny in yourself, or if you have a small group that you play with and y'all just make funny ass videos. You can blow up like that. It just has to be entertaining. Yes, that's all. As long as you're entertaining, you're right. Yeah. That's Whether that's a you're keyboard. a great talker or a great player, you can get huge. You can be very successful. Now, of course, it would be more beneficial for you to be both if you're very funny and entertaining and a good talker and you're you know one of the best or the best at whatever the game is that you specialize in. Yes. Of course, you're going to have the best chance of getting huge. But, I mean, I, 
there's streamers that I, you know, or YouTubers that I've watched myself that say, for instance, I'll, I'll give a shout out to, uh, you know, back when I was really big into Call of Duty, I still watch him every now and then. He posts uh, a video that intrigues me, but Phage Jev. Oh, God, love Jev. Not the best player in the world. He's not, he's not bad, but no. he's not the best player in the world. He couldn't join the pro team and do that well, I don't, I don't think. But, no. dude, he's so funny. Just he's his, so funny. It's his character. That's all it is. Like, his character is just... He's one of those people who could tell a story, and you're just like, holy shit, I want to hear it. I want right. to hear what he he's has to say. He's a great storyteller. He, you know, he has his his kind of shtick is the whole rage thing. Like, he yes. gets, you know, he, he rages out at the games. <laughs> when something doesn't go his way, he... You know, he overreacts, and it's fucking hilarious, dude. He's just super entertaining. He's not necessarily the best player, but he's got a massive following because people like to hear him talk. It all started with him trickshotting, but at some point, you know, he eventually developed and kind of got everyone into the groove of, you know, I'm just going to make entertaining videos. I'm not going to do this specific thing anymore. I just want to entertain the general what he was audience. Best at. He took his strength and ran with it, as yes. opposed to doing the thing that he was, you know, pretty good at. But, that, I mean, I'm sure it's kind of... The, you know part of the feedback you know youtube comments or whatever you know always telling him how funny he is or how much they enjoy these types of videos but and you look at his videos i don't think he really gets more than about like a thousand dislikes everybody and, loves him and that's because once again it's his character it's he's such a interesting he may not seem interesting to the the per, next person i meet but to me he's he's interesting because he's like He's just himself on the video, and you can tell he doesn't fake that. He's just an all-around good guy. Like you can tell he doesn't doesn't get off the mic. He's like, oh fuck everything, fuck you, yada yada yada. Yeah, it's you know? it's all about being genuine. And yes, just, you know, if you have a genuine passion for what you're doing, people can tell. You know, if you really don't want to be doing it, you know, people catch on to it, and eventually, like, all right, I I see what you're doing. To change gears a little bit, one thing I'm also really glad about is that whole stigma behind the typical gamer of being, you know, an overweight mm-hmm. person or a, a Mountain Dew, Dorito eating, yeah. drinking the, fool, you know, that whole stigma's the dying. The 30-year-old dude. dude is, you know, yes. balding and overweight and living yes. in his mom's basement, eating Doritos and drinking a two liter of Mr. Pibb. You know, the yes. whole typical, it's, especially with things going on, like, uh, maybe it was, I don't know, it was probably about two years ago at this point, but um, going back to Ninja, he plays with he played with Drake, Travis Scott, you know, all these, you know, celebrities and people that kids and teens and young adults really admire. And they're like, oh, well, shit, I guess I shouldn't really be making fun of all these kids in school for playing video games because my, my idol does it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe maybe I'm a dick, you know? Like, that's all. I, I remember in school, you know, middle school and high school was before any of that happened. So, you know, it was still pretty much my whole time going through school. You know, the dudes would talk about games and it was cool. But for the most part, like like the jocks or the, the girls, like if you're talking about video games, it's like, what the fuck are you, yeah, you loser, yes. bro? What the that's fuck exactly are you talking about? Don't say. leave that shit at home. Don't talk about that here, you nerd. But dude, now it's, it's cool I, to be a gamer now. It is. That whole point that you just made, you know, Drake and uh, Travis Scott, they all went on and played. But look at NFL and uh, NBA stars are coming out and saying, yeah, I play the shit out of Gordon Hayward. He plays for the Celtics now. He's he's a massive gamer. He's got a whole entire a nice ass PC setup. Uh, Demetrius Johnson. Mighty Mouse, the, yeah. uh, you know, the featherweight or flyweight um, UFC. The, right. He's a killer. He kills people pretty much in the ring. Like he's, he's yeah. a monster. And his, his other thing is he streams. He streams video games. He talks to people live while he's playing video games. That's his thing. 
it's cool now. It's cool. You can it be is. the baddest motherfucker in the world, knock people out for a living, but then go home and, you know. And play video games. Play man. video games on camera for people. Yes. And it's it's cool. It's not it's not a, oh, I, I, liked, I liked him until I saw he was doing that. Now, loser. No, and if you, if you want to cement it even more, just one more uh, example, Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. NFL receiver, plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is a huge gamer. He plays Fortnite. He played with uh, Booga the other day. And for those of you who don't know. Oh, yeah, know, that was uh, the, the kid who won the big Fortnite tournament. Not yeah, long ago. huge Fortnite one. 16-year-old kid took home $3 million, and I'm sure after, you know, taxes and everything, it came it's out. Like $12, $12, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's, dude, that's that's another thing that blows my mind is just these prize pools, man. Well, I mean, you know, it's, I'm looking at this right now. It's, it's the same page that has a bunch of the gaming, but yeah. the top 10 video game earners in 2019, I'll just go, I'll just name the top three. Ninja. Ninja, number one, at 17 million. Number two, PewDiePie at 15 million. Number three, Preston, 14 million. Not sure who that really is, but is. I'll, I'll have to take a look at him. If he's in the top three, he's got to be good. That just this shows you, okay, that you can make a massive living off that. Ninja signed a deal with Adidas, and he's got his own apparel with Adidas. Yeah. That's And for those of you who are like, oh, you know, that's but that's such a long shot. I don't know if I could do it. Uh, you can if you really dedicate yourself to it. It's it's not going to happen overnight, as anyone would know. But, I mean, gaming, it's it's such a universal sport, uh, I would yeah. say, at this point. Because it's, it's becoming... It's becoming the trend that it's it's certainly going to be esports that's going to take over at some point. Uh, I love everything about it. The fact that I was playing all these video games as a kid and seeing how you kind of felt like an outsider, like yeah. a loner, no one, uh, you know, I don't really, especially for kids who like don't have that many friends and you know in real life and school and aren't that popular. They play their video games. They kind of they really enjoy it, but. You know, maybe deep down inside, they kind of feel like losers or something. And now they see all these celebrities and all these, you know, gamers making all this money and becoming celebrities from gaming and the, all the community, you know, communities. It's it's just bringing, you know, a lot of people together that kind of felt, you know, lost or kind of on the outside, not really a part of the, the cool kids or the cool group or whatever. And now, you know, they have a sense of community and, mm -hmm. you know, people that... Even if, you know, say you don't have that many friends in school. I, I can't, I'm not going to say I didn't have any friends in school, but if I was playing, you know, Call of Duty at my house, I'm friends with a dude from Canada that I met 15 years ago on Call of Duty 4. Like, I've never met him, but some dude I met and uh, just happened to get into the same lobby as him on Call of Duty, added him, you know, we talking to each other on mics, we ended up playing just about every day and, you know, what do you know, like 15 years later and I still know the dude, it's... I don't say fifteen, but you know, more than ten years. Yeah, it's it's so, been a, it's been a little bit. So yeah, like you know, for the kids who don't really have that many friends, you can find you can find your friends on your video games. A hundred percent. Some people still even think it's just it's a waste of time. I'm like man, even if you don't blow up, even if you don't make millions of dollars, the fact that you can have so much fun with a small group of people that you play online with—that's dude, that's all you need. Growing up, when I was a preteen like 12 13 years old i was in a small like gaming clan pretty much yeah and some of my best friends i met online like i keep in contact with some people you know here and there it's been a while but yeah some of the people that i met on there like just the most genuine people you'd meet you know they they're always there and you know sometimes you could even talk to them about just real life shit not just about video games yeah, man. You know? it's yeah that's another thing about it is like you know you 
you can really talk to, you know, if you feel like you find a connection with, you know, a buddy online, you know, you plan together for a year, you joke around, you, you talk to each other like you do really know each other. And, you know, that's another person that is in your life, but not necessarily directly in your life. So you can maybe confide in them more than you would be able to do with other people in your life because you're in, you're embarrassed to tell you know, your girlfriend or your best friend or your parents a certain thing. But, you know, you have a friend online who lives 10,000 miles away and they're not going to tell anyone, you know, your secret's safe with them. So like, you know, you can really open up to people and that could be very therapeutic. I definitely think so, man. It's uh, definitely with people in my personal opinion, once again, I, I think it can help you develop some real life social skills you know you eventually start to you know you slowly start to talk about other topics than just gaming and somehow in some way it kind of converges into real life you can apply that to talking to in front of a class and it may not be the most professional way to do it but i think deep down in it if you really stripped it down to some of its core values that video games bring i think you can you can apply that to real life I think the whole demonizing video gaming, you're a loser kid for playing video games age, is it's pretty much done. Like, of course, there's still going to be people that hate on anything and everything. Oh, of course. there's Yeah, there'll always be haters, man. But, no matter what. you know, ignore them. Because uh, there's way more people that enjoy video games than, you know, demonize it. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, I follow a, uh, a pretty fair amount of uh, female streamers, too, and, you know, from... Just the way they do it, too. I mean, females are into it just like as much as guys are. They love it. They play it. You know, they, they're talented enough to essentially acquire that much money, too, if, if right. it came down to it. But it's not just males anymore. It's, it's females playing, too. It's it's a beautiful sight to see, man. Uh, as someone who grew up playing video games damn near about every day from, I'd say, second grade all the way up until about high school, maybe senior year, it's... It's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, it's definitely, it's awesome, man. I feel like even now that it is so big, a lot of people don't realize, like, they still kind of, when you talk about, oh, I want to be a gamer for a living, people think, like, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely possible nowadays, you know, like, I see people doing, I see Ninja, and I see, you know, so-and-so, whatever, but, you know, most people still have the mentality of, yeah, but what are the chances of you really, you know, being able to... <laughs> you know get people to watch you like that and to be able to make money you know that's that's kind of you know pretty low chances and they may be right if they're talking about you know getting on the level of someone like ninja yeah it's probably a pretty long shot that you're gonna blow up like ninja mm -hmm. because he's just a, a rare case he just he was the one who happened to be in the position that he was in and you know he's the biggest most well-known gamer in the world but you don't have to be ninja if you want to game it's not a choice of whether you're going to make zero dollars or 10 million there's in between shit you can make a living you don't have to be famous how many youtube channels have you stumbled across that have more than 100,000 subscribers a lot a lot dude and you know how much money they make they make not pretty a, not not a lot pretty fair money enough you could pay your bills with that if you're getting a consistent 100,000 or so views on a video which sounds like a lot and it, and it is a lot but it's not that unattainable. That's a pretty, you know, fair goal, I feel like. If you're going to put, you know, five years into a channel, you know, consistently putting out content, the best content you can put out, it's not that much to ask for to be able to maybe make a uh, 1000 or $2,000 a month from gaming. Now, of course, that's not 
gonna be able to pay everyone's bills and rent and feed their families but you know if you're making an extra one two three four grand from youtube and twitch and whatever you're not gonna you're not gonna be having to work a a job where you're having to you know give up 60 70 hours of your of your life every week you know you can have a few side hustles maybe you you play video games and you make a, a, a decent bit from that. And, you know, maybe you also have another hobby of like um, you're into shoes and you, you buy and sell shoes. And those are your two things. And together, it you know, you, you make enough to be able to support your family and pay your bills and your rent and all that. And playing video games and selling shoes, if those are two things that you're passionate about, that's way better than having a full-time job in a warehouse, even if you're making an extra $1,000 in the warehouse. If, you're, if you hate it, then why are you doing it? I understand it. Obviously, if you, you need to save money, like I, I'm, I'm working a full-time job right now. It's not necessarily my dream job, but you know, this podcast, for example, I don't expect this podcast to make us millions, but you know, if we can get this podcast to the point to where we have enough listener, listeners uh, consistently to where we can monetize it and, you know, we make a YouTube channel and uh, we start doing stuff over there and we maybe we pick up another, a few other things that we start doing and, you know, in total, we, you know, maybe have four or five we have the podcast and maybe four or five other side hustles that we were working on. And eventually it gets to the point to where we don't need to have a job. You know, we make what, enough to be able to pay for our shit. Now, that may be five years from now, maybe longer, maybe not as long. But it's not unattainable. That's not a ridiculous goal to have. You don't have to be famous to make it, to, to be able to do it for a living. And I feel like that's where a lot of people think that, oh yeah, you know, you kind of either play video games and make nothing or you just happen to get lucky and blow up and make millions and that's never going to happen. There is middle middle of the ground, you know, options for this shit. Yeah, to piggyback on that too. Not only can this just serve as some kind of side hustle, but also, I mean, it can help open an opportunity for you. If you're a sneakerhead and you love selling uh, sneakers, you love buying them, you love refurbishing them or whatever, if some shoe company sees that and they'll be like, hey, listen, we'll pay you X amount of dollars to go travel to a couple places within your own area, you make a video for us, we'll give you a shout out, we'll give you some money, whatever, yada, 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 whatever the, the reward is for that. There are several other doors that can open up and you don't have to necessarily bank on becoming Ninja or becoming PewDiePie. If, if you can do your own thing and you can make a spin on it, you know, the, like the podcast, you know, we're obviously, we're just like two dummies pretty much, but yeah. You know, if, if someone sees the way how we talk, how genuine we are, we don't, we try to give it to most people straight. You know, we're, we're not experts at whatever we say, but if someone sees that we're genuine about it and they like us, hey man, it's, it's an opportunity. We don't have to be Joe Rogan. We don't have to be Gary Vee. We don't have to be, you know, the top of the top dogs. No, it's, and I mean, all these different things that you might end up, you know, delving some of your time into. They may not turn to shit, but, you know, say, for example, this podcast never goes anywhere. I can already say after doing it for, you know, a little over a year, you know, we haven't been putting the episodes out for a year. But after, you know, recording episodes about once a week for over a year now, it's helped me tremendously with just talking to people, dude, just conversing, having conversation with people. I feel like it's I just flow better in a conversation. I don't stutter as much. I feel like I can get my points across much better. It's just been a huge benefit 
doing this thing, this whole project. Um, and if it never goes anywhere, I walked away with social skills and knowledge because I, I find myself researching a lot more stuff now that I have, a, you know, we have a podcast to where I want to talk about things. And so I can't talk about things if I don't know anything. So I, I research shit. And if we talk about a potential subject that we might talk about, I'll, I'll look that up and I'll find as much information about that as I can. And so I'm getting social skills and a bunch of knowledge about a bunch of different things. And it's, it's super beneficial, even though we're not, we're not making any money right now. We're not getting free not stuff from anybody right now. Not yet. <laughs> but we're still benefiting. Whether or not it's money, we're, we're still benefiting. And with whatever it is you decide to go into, you're going to find benefits. Yeah, I think in the long run, regardless of how this whole plays out, the whole podcast scenario, I have been able to converse with a lot more people easier it's it's something that i find myself asking more questions about the person instead of like man you know I'll, i may be like oh yeah well you know i do this if they say uh i run track I'm like oh like what's what's your fastest mile time what's what's the fastest 40 yard dash whatever you know i find myself asking more questions to to learn about that person even more to get a better understanding of them and not only that it makes you seem more interested into the conversation and not saying that I'm never interested in a conversation. I, I, I truly am to an extent. But if you give me one word responses, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I hadn't even really thought about that. I feel like since we have this platform to get anything and everything that we feel like we want to get off our chests or want to talk about uh, any updates in our lives or anything, we kind of just put it out there. We're talking to people. We're talking to each other. I feel like, you know, when I am talking to other people, I'm more interested in the conversation about, you know, what's going on with them and not so much focused on myself because I get to talk about myself enough. Yeah. I, I, I get that, you know, my fix of talking about me and getting shit off my chest and venting. So I'm not having to constantly spew all of my problems onto other people because I've already put them out there. I've already said what I needed to say. And now I'm more focused on, you know, what you got to say. I'm a better listener now. I actually listen and I'm thinking about what they're saying and how it makes me feel. And I feel like I give much better responses. Yeah, it's just, it's super beneficial. Damn, bro. That's, uh, that's honestly a view I did not even think about. That's, uh, that's yeah. a really good view to have. Like, it's, that's awesome. I, I didn't even, you opened my mind to that. Like, yeah, that's man, crazy. I just, uh, when you said that, wow. you should find yourself, yeah, Damn. I don't know, man. It just that crossed my mind and that shit's really true now that I think about it. For sure, man. So we definitely made our uh, length this week so i think we're just we ended on that note was, um, i think you know go play some video games yeah <laughs> for sure go play video games and you know have fun with it yeah no matter where it takes you just have fun whatever you're passionate about and just if, um find a way to uh incorporate it into your life on a daily weekly monthly basis and uh whatever it is you'll find some sort of benefit whether or not that's money or knowledge or whatever it is it's definitely worth giving whatever it is a shot and not you know just thinking about it forever exactly and if you didn't like video games and you listen to this whole podcast i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know maybe uh, we inspired someone to go buy a, a playstation or hey, something man, hopefully <laughs> uh, all right ladies and gents you know where to find us on twitter at opinions endless and then you can find me on instagram at brinkley hayden zero you can find me at z bristol z hopefully you guys enjoyed had a beautiful day you know, don't forget to subscribe leave review love you guys see you next time